news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. What's up, Schweg Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I'm your host, like always, Sam Schwegler, Schweezy Schweg, whatever you call me. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening so much. If you're new to the show, thank you for listening. But uh, I'm going to need you to do one thing. If you like this show, I feel that you should go and leave a review, like the show, subscribe, 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 hit that like button. You know what they all say. Uh, what they all say about everything, you know, just hit that like button and don't forget to check out other shows on Waffle Butt Media as well. And so, yeah, we got a long episode today and so I don't want to spend forever doing this intro. So let's get started. Um, today I got on the show, I got the band Bad Acting. These guys are hilarious, really, really funny. And these guys were so much fun to have come by the studio and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's really fun. They were just a fun group of guys. I don't know what else to say. You're going to notice in the episode, their bass player totally forgot about the interview. And so he had to like rush over here uh, and we were just like, let's just start without him. And so mid and uh, at the beginning of it, you hear us get the bass player and then, you know, they're all pretty funny guys. So it's pretty easy laid back conversation about that. We talk about like, talk alike we talk a lot about the uh grammy nomination and voting process in the episode which is really cool speaking with luke he actually has voted in the past i think he might currently but i believe in the past that he has actually voted on the grammy nomination so which is really cool and so you get to hear a little bit more inside of that and the ideas behind the grammys which we'll talk about in a little bit two uh nominations this year and also, we actually talk about porn acting because their band name is Bad Acting. And I thought, what better way to bring up actual bad acting than in pornography? And so we're talking about that a little bit. And funny enough, we talk about Jake and Logan Paul, um, something involving a shovel face we talk about in the episode, which is by far the funniest thing. We talk, we recorded this back at the end of November. So it's really funny right now as that whole Logan Paul Thing went up. It was kind of funny. And we talk about why teenage girls like these shovel face type guys, you know? Really funny. And uh, these guys are great. And I'm excited for you to listen to this. We're going to listen to their new song, a live performance of it, midway through the episode. So you're not going to want to stop for that at all. So, as like we always do, let's get to talk about two Grammy nominations. Uh, we're just a few short for shoe. Woo, man, I can't not talk today. A few short weeks, you say that five times fast, to the Grammys. And so let's talk about a couple of the nominations. I want to talk about two categories. Today, I want to talk about the nomination first for the best pop album. The nominations are Kaleidoscope EP by Coldplay, Just for Life by Lana Del Rey, Evolve by Imagine Dragons, Rainbow by Kesha, Joanne by Lady Gaga, and Divide by Ed Sheeran bunch of great albums and I guess one EP that somehow made it on it as well. This one's a really tough category for me and especially in the pop album. What I believe is going to win is Divide by Ed Sheeran. That is pretty much a phenomenal album. Shape of You is on the charts for a really long time. Ed is obviously a favorite of everyone who votes for the Grammys and most people in general. Uh, I like Joanne by Lady Gaga a lot, but it didn't get as much attention as Lady Gaga's previous albums have. And so however great Joanne is, it deserved to be nominated, but I'm not sure if it will win. Uh, Rainbow by Kesha, I feel like is a good, strong running in the mix, uh, you know, after Kesha, all the things she, all the things she has gone through, I feel like Rainbow is just a solid comeback for her. And one of my favorite albums of 2017, 
itself. Evolved by Imagine Dragons, I don't feel like they hit the mark where they should be. Imagine Dragons, is, I think they're a fun group, but I don't think they hit the, the nail in the head with that. Just for Lust for Life, whoo, by Lana Del Rey. I feel like that one's a good, that one's good music. Lana has a lot of good music, and I don't know. I don't know if that one is is gonna be stronger than Divide by Ed Sheeran in that category. We also have Kaleidoscope EP by Coldplay. You know, another solid choice, which I could be surprised and could win it. But overall, I do believe that Divide by Ed Sheeran is going to take it home just from the popularity of all these, which one has been the strongest in this category. Next category I want to talk about is the best rock album. So here are all the nominations. We've got Emperor of Sand by Mastodon, Hardwired to Self-Destruct by Metallica, The Stories We Tell and Nothing More. Crap, who? (laughs) Jeez, I totally forgot who was nominated there. Uh, Let me get back to that oh wait we'll just talk about that god i cannot remember who that was and villains by the queen villains by queen of the stone age and a deeper understanding by the war on drugs now obviously if you hear anyone talk about rock is definitely uh, a dying genre which i feel like is a wrong category to say i just feel like any genre of music changes but that's what a lot of people especially like uh, gene simmons of kiss i read an article in the rolling stone him saying that rock is dead but, you know, I think Rock is still alive. Who I think, because a lot of these bands are a little, I don't know the best words to describe it, um, a little bit like they're pretty old. So, I mean, you have Queens of the Stone Age, I guess is not too old. The, the War on Drugs, I guess, is the youngest one. So I think if any category in here, I believe the War on Drugs is going to win it just because they're a fresh, fresher band than the rest of them. And I feel like they have the more opportunity to win this category over the others. So those are my picks on best pop album and best rock album this year. So before we get to the interview with Bad Acting, I do want to talk a few more things. Let's talk about the sponsors for today's episode of the show. The first one is Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand for less than the cost of a cab. Whether it's for a fun night out at the bars or to avoid paying parking at that next concert you go to, Lyft has you covered. You can use promo code SWEGCAST when signing up and you get a $15 ride credit towards your first ride. That's promo code SWEGCAST for that $15 ride credit. And this episode is proudly sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is great for artists who write original music and also if you want to upload a cover. They'll even get you the license you need for that cover to save you the hassle. DistroKid is actually what I use for my music and I can personally vouch for how fantastic they are. You can get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Schwedcast. If you didn't look that up immediately, the link will also be in the description of this episode. And before we get to my interview with Bad Acting, I just want to say there's an artist I have been working with the last year. Um, I did have him on the show once. He's Cooper Baker. He's going by Scythe now. I believe I'm saying that right. I probably just butchered it, but believe Scythe is the name and you can check out multiple songs. Let me check one, two, three, four, five songs on that whole album that I was behind. And so you definitely need to check that out. Go listen to it. It's going to be uh, fantastic. It's definitely, hopefully it'll be in some movies or some TV shows. And without further ado, let's actually get on to the episode with bad acting. And like always say awesome in the meantime. 
Can I piss real quick? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, do go for it. And we're live. Like literally, we're literally right there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're we're live. Um, Sponsored by the Toilet Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, your drummer is the one who didn't show up, right? No, basically. Yeah, okay, no, it makes bass. more sense. No, we're gonna go with Anthony. That guy didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, the one talking, he didn't make it. Who? So, well, I, I was am like, Matt Proctor. Well, it makes, it makes more sense. I was in, like, probably drummer, and then I'm like, no, I think bass players are getting more of, like, the dumb jokes now. That well, you got you bassist got the, memes are everywhere now. Well, you mm-hmm. got the famous one. Was it Rule Twenty Six? Yeah. Which I don't know if I. I no, know. I think it's Rule Number Two. Your bass player is a useless cunt. Yes. You yes. That's it. it. You said it, not me. You guys watch a lot of Glenn Fricker. I've watched videos? enough to agree Dude. on everything he says. I know it's like it's like. Um, yeah, I guess more like rock basis. But I, I did jazz in college, so right. a lot of bass players I know like actually like know what they're doing. So yep. at first, like when yep. I started watching his videos, I was just like. Um, I don't get it. I mean, a lot of bass... I mean, usually the drummer, I think, is the dumb one. And then, like... (laughs) So, it's usually, like, that's how it starts for me. And then it's just like, oh, in, like, the metal and rock scene, it's like, yeah, the bass player. I read a a couple L. Ron Hubbard and Stephen King books in my day. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I learned how to drum. (laughs) First, I bang the drum, then I bang your mum. Is how the old saying goes. Yes. Never heard that. Well, usually when people say I'm a... You know, you're pretty good. I just said I like to dedicate this time to all the times I spend in my room and then sometimes playing drums in it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, normally when I think of jazz, I think of, like, everyone in the band just having, like, insane chops. Yeah. And being able yes. to just And then there's you, talent. and then you kind of just suck a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much how it is. Like, everyone is sitting there thinking, like, God, I suck, and so yeah, they're trying to be better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my <favorite laughs> thought process about everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. No, my theory behind it is that anybody can write a cool melody or a cool lick that anybody could get behind it. You know, mm-hmm. to pop act, to rock it, whoever. But it takes a real music genius to have people get like behind what you really like through like a chord progression. Like mm-hmm. that's what and that's what mostly jazz does. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a bunch of crazy chord progressions, changing keys every five seconds. And yeah. It's all about the resolution. That's all that matters. I read in that Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting to your bass player. And so what but let's get the whole situation of what was going on. So while he, when he listens to this, finally, um, when he knows he wasn't here, so That's how it finds out. I love this podcast. Wait a minute. I love this. Bad acting. Bad acting. I'm in bad acting. I'm in this band. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you think it was the call? Oh. Do you, think, do you think that was? I wonder who they're talking about. In this. Five Wait a minute. Later. Is that me? This but, moment of. Uh, they're coming together is sponsored by Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Someone tweeted Colgate. It's like, it's teeth paste, and you know it. <laughs> Colgate Fresh. block. That, and that's what, that's just the slogan. Fresh. Colgate blocked them on Twitter, and it was like all that happened. Uh, Speak out to my, uh, to my family in Colgate. Family. Right, keep family. Actually in the Colgate mic. family. We're hitting new mics. Oh, we got a text from my dad. Let's see what it is and see if I'm able to read it out loud. I, he actually has been starting to listen to this car. Oh, no, it's just my just insurance stuff. Oh, nothing like nothing cool. He's been listening to the show now. It's important, though. Do they listen to us? Um, they're probably going to listen to this one. Um, so, the actually, the one oh, before this one... <laughs> <laughs> and, I, bef- and I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I was trying my best. Mm-hmm. The one before this one is actually there on the show for like cr- our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to yeah. ask them questions. So we'll see if they stick yes. around for this. <laughs> Definitely. So, Mom, Dad, yeah. if you're listening, thank you so much. 
for Thanks listening for the to the Shwekast. Giving birth to him. Thank you. And thank, thank you for the support to us. I mean him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, was I go check out my SoundCloud. Just dropped my new beats. Yeah. Beats. Yes. <laughs> Love the beats. I, I was talking with a coworker the mm-hmm. other day, and he he works with a lot of hip hop people, and mm-hmm. he's had instances where, like, these guys will be rapping about like okay. yeah, about like. Uh, you know, like money and all this shit mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he's like, and then they're over here asking for a freebie, and it's, <laughs> they're not even, not even trying, not to. even trying to even like somewhat well, like should, live uh, it. <laughs> should uh, send me a free beat? Yeah, you should. And then uh, it's gotta I, be dank, free session, too, fresh. It's like I want to like meet more rappers and like hip hop artists, but like a majority of the ones you can actually like go out and talk to are like. SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know, is an actual... There's a difference between actual rappers and SoundCloud rappers. Well, sometimes. There, there is... Sometimes there's a difference. It's definitely a stereotype, at least. Yes. How, do you, how, do you, yeah. how do you solidify how, the difference? How do I... How I define it... It's pro- there's probably more, like, solidified terms. How I think about it, SoundCloud rappers are kind of like... They don't, they're don't. they not too serious about their rap game. They kind of do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Or they think they can make it. They don't know how to take it so much seriously. And so, and a lot of times it's like they rip beats off YouTube and then like rap over it, and the audio quality is trash. And then you have people like Post Malone and Khalid. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys heard of them. Mm-hmm. They actually are like, what's Post Malone? What is a Post Malone? <laughs> it's a Post Malone. Um, <laughs> they because they started off on SoundCloud, but they actually like yeah moved past SoundCloud. I yeah, well, Post Malone. I, yeah. <laughs> I love Post. He did a tour with someone named, I think it's Justin Bieber, if you've heard of him. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm not sure. If... <laughs> was it was might be SoundCloud was as well. It, he did uh, a song for that one movie you may have heard, uh, Fast and Furious. Wasn't Lil Pump a... Uh, <laughs> wasn't he a SoundCloud rapper? The greatest thing to ever happen to music. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about Lil Peep. I'm like, okay, no, this no, might be too soon. No, 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 Lil Pump. <laughs> we talking Lil Peep. Lil Peep. Yeah, we're we're definitely going through the little age right now. Mm-hmm. The age of little like, Yachty, little, little, yeah, little, little Uzi. I wish little like Uzi. you know some of these guys born with <laughs> names like <laughs> people are born with names like Little Yachty and like XXX Tenacion. Tentacion. Tentacion. Yeah, and then I'm born. That's how you pronounce it. I wish I could read. Look, <laughs> I was born with a name like Sam. So it's like you know, Sam. There you go. Yeah, no, like you can't like there's no way I can be the rapper if I don't even have little in like beginning of my name. Uh, I would say I feel like amongst our band, I'm like the resident like hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. I would be that Jake Pauler kind of guy. Oh, if geez. I ever <laughs> that kind of guy. I'm I'd like be that, that kind of guy. Like, was it like an act? Well, like you know, with acting, bad acting, you know, mm-hmm. but and acting Ooh. in general. <laughs> acting in general, like you have like they're like they look for a certain type of person. Like it's like a Jake Paul type. It's like oh, so they just kind of want a douchebag. Like, yeah. To, well, I got like, a shovel face. Well, the reason it's why. <laughs> That's okay. Can I ask, like, what is with teenage girls being into, like, older shovel-faced guys? <laughs> like, I've never understood that. Like, you had Twilight, mm-hmm. which classic case of shovel face. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and now you have Jake Paul. I had this argument with my girlfriend the other day. And she the, was uh, like... Hunger Games guy, what's his name? Hunger Games? Um, yeah. Oh, I oh yeah. No, he's got a round face. He's like... Uh, he was like a joke. He was like Anderson. a... Soul, he's a shovel face survivor. No, That's what I call him. No, no, no. He was like... He was like a little mini Doughboy, like, back in, like, this... He wasn't in Spy Kids. It was mm-hmm. he was Shark um, Boy. No, no that's no, he was no, Jumanji. No, no, the Jumanji. Jumanji. Jumanji yes, no, no, not Jumanji. It was the sequel, the board game. Zathora. Yeah, Zathora. Zathora. Yeah. Wow. wow, never heard of it. Can't believe we pulled that one out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, who plays Peta in Hunger Games? Oh, I, I know his name. 
Hmm. I'm not sure. Josh something? Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. That's okay. his name. Oh, no, he Jake was, Hutcherson? Can no, they talk about Jake remember, Paul? Oh, do you remember when he was Seriously? in RV? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Oh, he was RV. That movie was, was great. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Dude, uh, that that movie. Geez. I saw that on sixth grade, our last day of school field trip. Wow. We went to like a movie theater for some reason, because that apparently... When you're in the middle of Kansas, that's where you go for field trips to the movie theater. I'm from Arkansas. I know those okay, feelings. So you, you yeah, feel I get that. it. Yeah, it's from Arkansas. Arkansas, a, a different so, form. The right pronunciation. The final form of Kansas. The final form. <laughs> that's a small incest bread version of. Kansas. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we watched it. It was like, and I, I was like, held hands with my girlfriend, and she didn't want to. And I felt bad or something like that. I don't know. Sixth grade problems. I, <laughs> oh, I, I would be the same way if I was neck deep neck deep into a Robin Williams movie. Yeah, neck deep. Like, let's we're in the sixth grade. We don't have much longer. <laughs> like, this movie's intriguing. <laughs> I just deep. I we we were talking about like the final forms of stuff a second ago, and it made me think. I heard someone say, and I can't remember who it was on YouTube the other day. They were like. Uh, Who's like the main villain? Is that Matt? <laughs> yes. I was just reading okay, the text. Let me go get that. You guys can just keep talking. All right. No, it was uh, on December twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. No. Who's like the right, big? Who's, who's the big villain? <laughs> I'm the captain of the ship now. Brainiac from DC. He's the yes. final form of Ty Lopez. Because right. he just has, he has this thirst right. for knowledge. He's the final form of Ty Lopez. That's just it. <laughs> I'm sorry about yeah. that. I did not put it so, in my calendar. I've just been, a, I've had one of those weeks. So yeah, what, what, what happened? Let's, let's get let's into this. into the psychology get, of it all. player. <laughs> we were talking about, like, you know, uh, Glenn Fricker videos before he showed no, up. At the beginning of this, you would say, oh God, it's everything. It's like, you're like, you had yeah. two strings and four chords. Yeah. <laughs> and one day to remember. The key change. <laughs> Oh, gosh. No, I, I had a doctor's appointment earlier this week, and I just, like, I get a call 20 minutes into it. Hey, are you coming? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's the doctor again. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm just sitting there playing Fallout 3 streaming, and it's like, I get a call from Luke. I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. Why Fallout 3? Because <laughs> it's a great game. It's a wonderful why, game. Why not Fallout 4? Because that's a shit game. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> game. But, no, is it? Okay, no. I, we were talking about, like, the final <laughs> forms of stuff earlier, oh, and gosh. we, uh... We got into, or I heard on YouTube the other day that Brainiac is the final form of Ty Lopez because all he does is thirst for knowledge. That's it. All right, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it killed me. Like I, <laughs> I think it's because I just I see Ty Lopez and I immediately laugh. The only Lopez I know is George Lopez. Wait, do you know who you're talking about? As no, far as I have Ty like Lopez? no clue. <laughs> what about okay, Jennifer? so Donna, oh Jenny, yeah. <laughs> so uh, J Lo. Yeah, I call her just She's J-Lo, gonna be with luck. No. No, I was thinking Janet Jackson. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> That's what we were talking about her on the way. We, in. Well, yeah, no, she Jackson has a show Lopez. here. It's like next month or something. I'm just like, she's relevant enough. <laughs> well, no, she's relevant. She's relevant enough to be at Bridgestone. Jennifer Lopez? No. No, 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 no. Oh, that's really relevant. Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah. It's Janet Jackson. J-Lo could sell up. She had a nip slip one time. Ooh. Oh, wait, okay, okay. (laughs) That's the only thing I know her. Play a song. I won't know. I mean, she's big from the 80s. Like, she's got something there. Yeah, Yeah, but it's So is Mariah Carey, though, but she's still relevant. But, but, but Mariah Carey... (laughs) They're all irrelevant! (laughs) Mariah Carey killed her career at New Year's. 
with that with 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 the lipstick and walking around, just be like, I don't know. I'm a bubble <laughs> lipstick her, that her I signed ears up for. actually fell out. That's what happened. And then Ginger's oh. like, I'm not gonna hit the note. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I didn't. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna try it. I remember watching that, and she's like, she's just immediately furious, and I'm like, what in the hell's going on? She just walks off. Her, yeah, her ears. And then like, and then the dancers are still going. They kind of look at her for a split second. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would have been like. Sing a note just completely wrong, or just I would have just pulled the splits and then walked off. Or just do a scream. What is it? The uh, the Ashley Simpson jig from oh, the yeah. SNL jig. Oh, wow, yeah. that's old. <laughs> Holy oh, crap! Yeah. My mind yeah. is just obscure references oh. from forever ago. It's so, okay. Yeah, we were talking like, about RV and now this. <laughs> I was watching a live video of Fall Out Boy the other day. Last night. I'm just living back. Totally just what was it? The uh, the one. Okay, have you guys seen Land of the Lost? Yes. It's okay. Been, wow. So, anyways, God, so we're millennials. We were <laughs> born in the '90s. <laughs> so, so right now, as we're recording this, the Matt Lauer situation mm-hmm. yes. just yeah. happened. So, like in my mind, oh, like, the, the Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. Yes, I have seen it. So, <laughs> in the back of my mind, that Suck movie's it, references are just in there, and no one ever gets them. Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, the Matt Lauer thing comes out, and I text all my friends a picture. It's like. That's what I just heard, and then it's just the book Matt Lauer can suck it. No, <laughs> <laughs> and this was 2009, so oh. Will Ferrell was just way ahead of his time. Was that really only 2009? Yeah, that's why I saw it. Speaking wow. of never trust a guy on a tunic. Didn't wow. year one like come out around then as well? The, like the Jack Black, yeah, that Michael Cera movie. Yeah. Oh yes, yep. Wow, that ever say you were we were talking about a uh, or. My room, or Anthony and I, we were talking about... No, uh, remember I'm Matt? <laughs> but no, we were talking earlier about, like... Are you, are you mean about like, everything you said? He, he said the drummer's running late, right? And I was like, <laughs> yes, Anthony is late. <laughs> but we were talking oh. about how, like, we're kind of at that age now where, like, a whole... There, there's stuff that kids in high school don't understand what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, be, turning your TV to channel three in order to play video games. Yeah. Being like yeah. having to turn it oh, to you, channel two to play PS2. You saw that Reddit post, didn't you? It blew my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm thinking and I'm like, no, like I look at my girlfriend's cousins who are in high school right now and I'll make like a reference or something from like that time period and it just goes straight over their head. Mm-hmm. Like I know kids in middle school right now that I say the words you insane. You know kids in middle school? I talk to you forever. But no, when I was teaching guitar and this girl, she didn't know who NSYNC was. Oh, jeez. Because I asked her, she was like, uh, she she was really, she was a natural, like, gifted student, just fantastic. And I was like, hey, you're really good. Like, you already have some chops. Do you want to learn some pop music? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Who do you like? And she's like, I like Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, oh, Justin Timberlake. You mean, like, NSYNC? And she's like, who's that? Oh. And I immediately, like, I just felt, I felt like I got gray hair, like, all over oh, my body. Yeah. Well, he was big. <laughs> well, well, get ready for a ride. You know that old joke? It was, I think it was on Robot Chicken where they had all NC, uh, all the guys from NSYNC coming together. And they're just like, together we were more powerful than we were solo, right, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the one where they all got killed off by the Yakuza. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was like Joey Fatone was like the only one the left. The fat one. <laughs> the fat one. Oh, it's just, yeah, I saw I saw that post and I was like, wow. It, it, I mean, it is crazy to think about, like, that. Like I had a... Uh, a guy we work with, our, one of one of the video techs at the Opryland, where Luke and I work, uh, Daniel. He uh, we were we were setting up a show, and and he pulls out this. Cause, okay, 
I gotta, sorry, I gotta give some context first. So this guy came in with this whole, whole video setup. He had cameras and everything. Um, and he had a whole like video switcher and all that good stuff. A client, by like the a way. Client, yeah. And client. he was he was using composite video, <laughs> like yellow cable, oh everything. From in 2017, I was like, wow, this is just old. But he had a VCR recorder, he had a DVR, DVD recorder, and that's how he was doing it. I mean, it, it I mean it's, it's like, like, it's it's like bro, old stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, Blu-ray's been around for like a long time. <laughs> uh, it's 4K now? God. Is it, is it 4K now? It, I can't it, even yeah. keep it. It was like a church. I, I understood. It, it was a church difference. So I understood like why they, like, you know, they, they, Probably didn't have as much money to upgrade, and that's fine. Okay, I get that. But anyway, so uh, the guy Daniel reaches into their thing and pulls out a VCR tape, and he's like, "I bet you don't know or v- VHS tape. I don't remember what they're called anymore." He's like, "I don't bet you don't know what these are." I'm like, "No, what's that? I've never seen that before. <laughs> never so, seen that in my life." I had my parents had a whole uh, Star Wars trilogy that was unboxed, and it was like in the VHS, Ooh. and. I was three years old, and one day my mom saw that, like, the packaging was ripped open. She looks at me in the living room, and I had put in a new hope, and she's like, I guess we're watching Star Wars today. <laughs> <laughs> I have the and I have the VHS. The, 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 I don't know. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm one of those purists who has uh, to watch it. I, really. I, need, well, I don't it, think it, I've ever watched the original, they, honestly. I need to watch Like, what, the original, no changes, not special edition or nothing. That's the, edition that, that's the edition that I threw into the VCR when I was three years old. And yeah. what's funny about it is that that's what, like, spawned my obsession okay. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you look at my room back in Arkansas, like, my parents have really, like, kind of untouched it. And I'm just like... I'm like, I like it because when I go home, I'm like, I, I feel like I'm 12 again. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, like the entire like top shelf is just mm-hmm. Star Wars mm-hmm. everywhere. And nice. I still have stuff over my apartment. Mm-hmm. And it's like it all spawned from me just kind of breaking my parents' heart mm-hmm. of opening <laughs> the uh, VHS opening. set. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean... At least you didn't destroy it. That's, I didn't destroy it. No, I was using I, it properly. <laughs> I would be, I would be more mad if like you destroyed it over just like taking it out of the case. Yeah, I just took it like, out of the case, and it was. I mean, it was like that's. I mean, that's worse for me. But speaking of VHS, remember when you like had to watch porn on VHS? No. No. I've never, never been that. I've never been that at all. No. no. I'm, I'm glad that what, I was smart enough this? to realize that the internet would catch on eventually. Yeah. What, what is this porn of which you speak? But you gotta, you gotta think, though. It's she just put like, it in her mouth. She's gonna have to brush her teeth later. Jeez. <laughs> but, uh, what was it? Well, I was thinking, like, you know, like, porn used to be so hard to get from, like, you found, like, like if you're a kid, like, you maybe found, like, one page of a magazine. Like, you went to Victoria's Secret, like, like yeah, albums you know, like, and whatnot. Get the, get the, like, catalogs or whatever. And, like, it was so hard. Maybe you had, like, that one VHS tape, like, you had. Like, that's how people used to, like, have to look at porn. Now, it's just, like, everywhere, like, any it's, video. It's kind of scary that, like. your screen, which I've heard in the past. I'm like, that is and, and here's, dedication. And here's the thing about it. It's, like, it's so everywhere on the internet that mm-hmm. it's, like. Anybody can just happen to stumble upon it. There, like, there, there are it, internet like rules about porn. porn being made of stuff. Rule 34, if there's porn of it, or if it no, exists, it there's just, porn of well, it. Well, no, that's the thing, though. That's why it makes it so, like, literally, like, you could hand someone that has never touched the internet before, and because that stuff is just everywhere, they can find it <laughs> without even looking for it. It's just there. I mean, that's kind of scary, too, to think about. Like, yeah. you have, like, 10-year-old kids who are going on their mom's computers, mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, like 10-year-old you kids it? get curious, so they're typing, like, <laughs> boobs or something, like, you know, <laughs> something that, that's 
relatively harmless phrase, but if you what type it on the internet, what is a hand right, right, right. job? What? Are you, are you <laughs> saying it like you didn't do it? <laughs> but no, uh, Bad's most innocent one of the group. And before like <laughs> internet had like clear your search history and you yeah. know stuff like that. I'm just, oh, I was I, speaking of like uh, kids. Pull the tape out of the VHS. Speaking That's of your history, like kids getting on <laughs> to like a website link under YouTube. But speaking of YouTube. But oh, you something. When someone types P into the search bar. <laughs> Speaking, something comes up. Jesus. But no, have you seen the... Uh, but no, have you seen the uh, YouTube, uh, like the newest YouTube thing going on with like... Uh, so like on YouTube kids, they're abusing the... Uh, they're abusing the... Uh, what is it? Search engine from YouTube? Like, like the monetizing whatever. And what they're doing is that they're making essentially just like a crap ton of like softcore porn Jeez. that has like Elsa and Spider-Man and everything in it yes. and, and it's ending up on YouTube Kids always like those randomly bad like computer generated kind of like cartoons like no, Shrek those, is Love those, yeah. well those in live action there's one like there's like one there's one in, it's like it's like El- I, 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 Philip DeFranco covered this the only reason I know this yeah. in this much detail is apparently it's like Elsa buried in sand and like Spider-Man's like pooping on her and that, <laughs> this is the video Wait, that's going to be the this is like literally Wait. stuff I share with my friends like all the time oh it's, it's <laughs> this stuff is it hilarious it is top quality memes Wait, like, like, are you guys tell me you can None of you guys watched it after seeing DeFranco talk about it? No, I watched I had I stumbled upon it. Immediately no, after. I, I, the, the, I watched it immediately Honestly, after. Haven't. And I was just like, it was amazing. It, I have seen some it. weird stuff on YouTube in my time. That was one area that I was no, not was going my to. Fr- my favorite one is Cat Shrek. So it's Shrek. Cat Shrek? Yes. Cat Shrek. Here, I'll explain the whole detail to you. It's a spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen Damn Cat it. Shrek yet. <laughs> Let's turn off the podcast now. Anyway, skip like to this little cat. It was high, It was rated higher than Ragnarok, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnarok was rated hundred <laughs> percent. So, so cat. So pretty much, it's just like the computer generated cat is acting like a Shrek is acting like a cat, uh-huh. and also so his Rick, his wife is Hitler as a cat. What? <laughs> <laughs> and they have little oh baby gosh. Hitlers and little baby Shreks. Kitten, kitten Shreks, kitten Hitlers. And so pretty much they're just saying meow, but there's captions, so don't worry. If you don't speak cat, uh, you're obviously going to be sorry. Able to... I was, I I was wondering when I got to use my cat lessons. <laughs> and so it'll, it'll be like, you think George will ever come back? No, honey. George is never coming back. And so wow. this is this montage of like uh, Shrek and George, uh, George Washington in like love, like swinging around on swings and stuff, and it's uh, the fray, like uh, how to save a life playing in the background. What? <laughs> and then, it's so it, detailed. And then it's, eventually, uh, it's it, so that, it's the story of it. Yeah, and eventually that storyline. <laughs> and then eventually Shrek abandons George Washington. I, and so, and, George. and here's the best part. And then out of nowhere, George. Pounds through the door, and then my hero by uh, Foo Fighters starts playing. There goes my, and he shoots all of them. <laughs> and then it ends with "Hasta la vista, baby," and that's that's wow. the whole video. That feels like something I would have watched on Newgrounds like twenty years ago, back when Newgrounds. Oh, that's another was throwback. If it's say, or like oh. just early YouTube in general. Just, oh god, so, who's that guy that like made the? Junk. Who's the guy that made that Jim video Jim. called "Dying"? 
You know the one, it's like the dude with the blonde hair, and he had the three characters. He had the mom, the dad, and the son, and yeah. the only difference in, mm-hmm. like, wardrobe was this green hat. It was, like, this green, like, NASCAR hat. And no. Oh, and, you showed me that, Yeah, actually. no, he, he takes <laughs> the mom, he do, he's not wearing the hat. The daddy's wearing the hat forward, <laughs> and the son, he's wearing the hat backwards. And the whole premise is that his parents are trying to make it easier for their son to understand that he's dying by telling him that they're getting a divorce and that he's adopted. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. That's, it's yeah, absolutely that's, insane. Dad, I'm not your dad. I'm not early, your dad. Early YouTube you. videos. No, look at me. Early YouTube is like, oh, man, you thought like that stuff was funny. And then it was like, hey, like, Google, Google watches YouTube video. And now it's like YouTube's. And I remember like. When early the early YouTube days, there was the Numa South Park Numa. episode. Numa Numa. Yeah, oh, the dude. South Park episode where they're like, how am, I, "How am I supposed to make money on YouTube?" And now people are actually making money on no, YouTube. No, people are like making millions, shit tons of money, like mm-hmm. absolutely. And here's the thing: they're not even sometimes. A lot of people aren't even making a lot of their money from YouTube itself. They're just making it from endorsements because they have a platform, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just. If you would have told me that, you know, back in early two thousands, I'd been like. <laughs> You're crazy. You're Even if I was that age back, if mm-hmm. I was this age back then. If I could go back in time and tell myself one thing, it would be to, to take that capture card you bought when you were like sophomore in high school and start making Call of Duty videos because yeah. it'll get you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> My parents, they might be sitting there like, we disapprove of your Call of Duty video making because that's not going to get you anywhere in life. I'd be like, I'd be proving them wrong now. I've always wanted to do like my own gaming channel, but it's always been overdone. So I was like, I have to make it unique. So then my idea was get really drunk and then play video games. <laughs> and I don't play video games. So I'm not very good at video games. So <laughs> you, think, you just became my new best friend. I know. <laughs> the only game I'm we actually like kind of good at is uh, like Pokemon. Like that's the only yep. game series I'm good at. And not even the new ones, like just the older ones. Yeah. Think up to Gen 4, I think. So that would be... The last one they released was like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, uh, yeah. Platinum. I just, I find it funny that, I, I remember at one point it was rumored that like one of the Pokemon games, like it was just going to be called Pokemon God. And I'm like, you know, those guys, like all those developers in Japan, they're like, we ran out of colors. We ran out of stones. We ran out of elements. <laughs> We're going for God now. <laughs> like, Pokemon God. I am a God. And, but and, 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 the critically, and the critically poorly received Pokemon Devil. <laughs> Pokemon God. Pokemon oh, Devil. Yeah, I bought the Devil one. It was way more fun. <laughs> I got to do a lot more stuff. Pokemon yeah. So speaking, let's go, back, let's go back to porn for a second. <laughs> can, we, can we not? Things that I thought that we're not going to talk about in the, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's a whirlwind. It's but a uh, since your guys' name is Bad Acting, I have to say... Porn acting oh is like my, my favorite thing of all time. YouTube compilations of that. Yeah. That was such can a jump. I, can I say two things? <laughs> yes. About one. Actually, no, I'm going to go with one. <laughs> the first one. No, the I, first just, one. I was just listing it. I wasn't saying just one. No, it's way better. Uh, you know, before Louis be C- CK one, got in big trouble, I thought he was spot on about his thing he was saying about porn where uh, mm-hmm. it's like, we could stop making pornos yeah. now. We have plenty. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we tried to start alphabetically from A to Z, we wouldn't even gotten to B yet. Like, there's just so many it's like, yet we can make it. What was the joke? Little, he's kid. Like, if I had a child, we could sit him down and have him watch just porn, and when he's 50, he might be halfway through anal. Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm like, it's so true. I mean, I it's just crazy. I mean, the internet is just, in general, it's just this... Whirly-durl of 
content of mm-hmm. anything that you want. Mm-hmm. You could honestly say the same probably for makeup, like food, gaming, literally anything. It's that for everything. Mm-hmm. It's it. That's just how the internet is. Mm-hmm. It's of course now. I was going to talk about net neutrality, but I do, I'm not going to get angry. Well, I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure because by the time this airs, we might know if it's. Yeah, like we a, might know. And <laughs> like like vote, voting on if we can pay, air this at all, you have to pay. Yeah, this is going. This is going places. You have to air this on Fox. <laughs> Nowhere else. You have to pay for it. Fox News is uh, the only place. It's, well, I, 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 I don't know what I read. I'm not sure if it was accurate, but I think I read somewhere at some point. It's like seven out of ten websites are porn really like 70 percent of the of the of the internet is is pornography it's pornographic content you say like you're upset (laughs) (laughs) sucks oh no that's crazy (laughs) i had the thing that i might have done i can do now based off convenience (laughs) my ancestors are spinning in their graves speaking of which there's a point for that Spitting ancestors. That's oh, but, the but, one about that. But one. porn acting, like I, I don't even have to watch the porn part of porn. If I can just have the acting, like I'll be good. Are you go go, go to YouTube. <laughs> no, I, I, it's so bad. It's do you, good. Do you want to know how we got our name? Actually, okay, yeah, from so, porn. No, no. So it's from this acting. is this is when we had our uh, we we had another member of our band and everything lineup has changed since. But Daniel and him went to his apartment. It's and watching one of those like crime shows. It was CSI and Rascal. You, I believe he told me that Rascal Flats was on that episode of CSI. <laughs> that, and yeah. and That's it was the worst. Got to be good. It was the worst acting they had ever seen. And immediately they looked at each other and they were like, "We were just bad acting. We were just like passing through the TV. I had to like stop and like watch it for a second. It was so bad. It took like two seconds. It's like just one line. I was like, just kind of stood there for a second and watched it. You were off your seat? Like, you just gonna, uh, you're about a, to go into a I want to make a bold prediction about this episode. The guys in Rascal Flats, they were the bad guys. No, I don't think they were. Because typically it's like the guests. I think they the were like. That's why I'm a beaver. I think yeah. they were like some special. Oh, you to bless this broken road with your blood. I, I think they were like some special part of an agency or whatever. And I, what's funny CSI? is I, what's funny is that my, <laughs> yes! but they crime scene stupid. Moral of the story. Um, thank you, Rascal Flats, for our name. I have a good story about the lead You're singer. Like fighting ISIS or something. <laughs> fighting oh, ISIS. the singer race goes to see his fighting against the cartels. So the lead singer of Rascal Flatts. So my parents live in this small middle of nowhere town, Missouri. Okay, and, but it's like the highest deer population like in the world. Wait, I know what town you're talking about. What town? Tell Wait, me the I, I know. I know right. Arkansas. Deerboro. It's in Missouri. It's a, It's in like central southern. Correct. Nope. No? Okay, never mind. No. So, yeah, anyways, no so apparently, like, and this is the middle of nowhere, so, like, yeah. three hours from, like... You told you where it was, the middle of nowhere. Northeast. Stupid. <laughs> um, and so, like, apparently the, the lead singer Rascal Flash was there just, like, deer hunting, and people, like, saw him at Walmart and were, like... So that's pretty much been the biggest news for, like, like the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Walmart oh. sighting of... I don't even know his name. Yes. Right. The, the lead singer Rascal Flats. So fun, funny, funny sort of related story to mm-hmm. that. Uh, I used to work at Costco. Nice. That was my summer job. He's in, from in Atlanta. Costco. What a funny story. That's where I got my dogs. But anyway, so I uh, so I was working at Costco, and this dude came through, and he was he was an older guy, he was like probably his forties, and he had and his wife was you know he was a very very attractive woman, and 
Um, you know, she but she was older as well. She was in her late forties, maybe early fifties. Rule thirty four. And uh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but anyway, so so he he's buying a big screen TV, and I'm like, well, you know, that's cool. So as 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 a Costco employee, I have to help him. You know, I I greet him, and say, hey, sir, how you doing today? He's like, yeah, pretty good. You know, real nice guy. Mm. And anyway, people were like turning and looking at this guy, and I'm just like, I don't know what is mm-hmm. going on. And uh, you know, so I'm helping him. We're having a normal thing. And I know someone looks up, look, looking at him. I have no idea who he is. All these people looking at him, and I walk over to someone. And I'm like, "Why are they looking?" And he goes, "Oh, that's Brian Latrell, the Backstreet Boys." Oh, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> "Oh my god!" god. The Costco in the middle of an Atlanta suburb, buying a 55 inch TV. Is he yeah. from there? He's, uh, apparently, he's got a house there. Yeah. Brian Latrell, the Backstreet Shots Boys. Costco. And that was the episode of Walking Dead. Anthony and I, one day, we we actually, what's funny is that we ate Panera Bread before. we I came was about here. to bring up this story. So we we were going in Panera Bread and. It's like this person's right by the door. I turn around, or I see Anthony look at somebody. And he goes, like he gives her, like gives her a weird look and everything. He turns back like, around. They're like dirty, but that's like I don't, I didn't mean to. It's just that's my really like I'm think I'm trying really hard to put make the connection together. Look, that's your hold yeah. on face. And he just couldn't, like, he couldn't put two and two together. And then I looked over, and then he, I looked over and note this lady. She just looks pissed. Mm-hmm. Like she does not look happy. And I'm like. Well, because I just and gave then, her one of the dirtiest looks of her life. But, <laughs> and then I turned back to Anthony in line, and I'm like, is that Miranda Lambert? And he's like, yeah, that's Miranda Lambert well, just no, chilling no, no, no. at Panera Bread. No, I looked like, over it because it sounds like an idiot. I am like, isn't that Blake Shelton's ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> she's really pissed now, sexiest well, man of the year. Yeah. Oh, she's so missing He's out. the best looking man of the year, Blake Shelton. Oh, she probably, Blake like, Shelton. in hindsight, she probably gave me the look. She's like, fuck, I got another Blake Shelton fanboy. It's <laughs> not too bad in Nashville, though. He's like, people are like, oh, there's a famous person. See, the yeah. thing is, oh, though. Look, there's Haley Williams from Paramore. Yeah, it's casual. Uh, my, my old oh, roommate. <laughs> My old roommate ran into her and her grandma at Home Depot in Nashville. Miranda Lambert or Haley Williams? Haley Williams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just ran into her and her grandma. And, of course, this roommate that I have, he... He's one of those people, he's just notorious for meeting, like, any famous person that he wants. It's like... He's like, yeah, I met this person. It's like, how? It... I, I will still contribute his luck to me meeting Dave Grohl. Like, to this day, I'm just like, it's because John was there. No other reason. <laughs> yeah. I were, when I moved here, I interned at uh, Martina McBride's husband's studio. And so, oh, really? Like, and so, like, I don't know what Martina McBride looks like. And so, like, she... What her husband's name, apparently? John. <laughs> John yeah. McBride. Whoa. Yeah, she took her husband's last name. Anyways, it was, long, yeah, it was that, the 90s. I think that's how that works. <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know. Call me old-fashioned, but Call I think that's how that works. Uh, so she, like, walks into the studio, and people just, like, walk in and go to any room they want to, and no one, like, stops anyone mm-hmm. at this studio. It's Blackbird Studio, anyone? Yeah. Anyways, uh, as she walks in, and I'm just on my computer looking at memes or whatever, and then she's like, hey, hey, back to my computer. <laughs> I don't know, just the owner's wife uh, just walking through. <laughs> the biggest country stars in the last couple of decades. <laughs> like, <laughs> just walking through here, what's up? So I so may or may not have jammed the shit out of your music in the car with my mom when I was like six. <laughs> yeah, your music sucks. <laughs> How dare you think you're relevant? I like to saw six. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wait, no, I'm twenty. Does she still release music? <laughs> yeah, no. she just her husband engineer. I mean, she gets she gets free studio time. Yeah, so I mean, why not? I would like that at that point. So 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 so, what are we buying a studio? 
<laughs> you're wasting your time. Why are an entire studio? Will you be late to that one? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just buy Blackbird. Hey. Buy, you'll see. Sorry. <laughs> buy Blackbird. I know. Get your, get your advance and then just buy your own studio. Can we try setting it up at Home Depot to save money? I heard. <laughs> get your advance, change your name, move to Canada. Get, that, get healthcare. Whole nine yards. Get the healthcare. So, so can, can, we, can we talk about the fact, speaking of, of music... Uh, can we talk about the fact that Migos Bad and Bougie is up for a Grammy this year? Yeah. Song's kind of, I like that song. I love that song. And their album. It's Migos. Yeah, it's Why are they up for a Grammy? Because it's... I Okay, I want you to listen to <laughs> like, any modern day hip-hop and tell me who is not doing the triplet. I'm not worried about the triplet. Migos, Migos, like, literally started that sound. Like, they, they started And so it's kind it. of like... Because oh, we're kind of annoying with that <laughs> trap sound now, but, like, Migos is the one who started it. So it's like, you can't get mad at Migos for doing it. They're How the ones who... I would, started it. I wouldn't say it. they're the ones who started it. They're the ones who made it, it big. Because, like, mm-hmm. it's been, like, Atlanta Trap has been a thing for a while. Yeah. But I would say they were the first ones to really just, I don't know how Bad and Bougie got big. I don't know mm-hmm. the story behind it or anything, but, like, it took off and it like, shows. Raindrop, drop top. I'm Rick Harrison. Well, so this memeable. is my pawn shop. Have you so memeable? That's why. Have you seen the one where it's uh, Thanos. It, it's Thanos from Marvel and it's like, oh yeah, I can give you 50 bucks for that Infinity no, no, no. Gauntlet. Oh yeah, no, he's just like, <laughs> he's just, like, I can't give you any more than the, $50 for these Affinity Gems. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. What was it? Well, well, it's interesting though. It's interesting to see who wins that because that that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty loaded category this year. And we've got Jay Z's four four uh, four forty four. Are you gonna actually got, watch it? Uh, Kendrick's damn. Yeah. So my, answer, my response to that I, when I first heard that album is damn. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I, I think, it? It's a, it's not his best record, but I will say I love. I know it. Bruno Mars is up there too. Bruno Mars, which is. I think I think it could get a record. I think that one could get record of the year, but album of the year. I could see twenty four karat magic. I really love the first half of it. I know it's a short record. It's only yeah. like what nine, nine songs? tracks. Yeah, yeah. And I like I love the first half of it, but then like up until uh, Versace on the floor, I was like, <laughs> I feel like this is kind of more of the same. It's, You're, more, uh, it's supposed to be like for having sex my, since this has been like the theme yeah, of this show. My my only issue with Bruno, like I love no, Bruno's sex porn. Porn. I love Bruno's passionate porn. Is start off fast and then you go slow. Then you're like, oh crap, and then you gotta go slow. But yeah, I, I love Bruno. I really do like his music. But my issue with him is that I feel like he replicates well. more than he emulates mm-hmm. well. as far as his musical influences. Yeah. Like I feel like he doesn't. I feel like when he's like showing he, he's influenced by somebody, he doesn't implement them into a different sound. He's just like, I'm going to try to sound like them. Mm-hmm. And that's his whole kind of thing. I, I, that's my only thing against Bruno that I have. I, Otherwise, he's yeah, fantastic. Bruno. That's I, just it. My biggest issue with the new Bruno, Bruno Mars record, well, I do really dig the sound. Um, it, it's just, I don't care for the songwriting on that record because I feel like it's just, it's a lot of the same. It is a lot of the it's same. A, it's a much, more party. I have record. money. Right. I have. I, I have money. I get girls. You know, like, and that that's great. It's like good for you, Bruno. Like you're you're being successful, mm-hmm. but at the same time, every song was about that. And then going back to his old mm-hmm. stuff when he wrote songs about well, like, you know, a lot of varying. It's times. really interesting to see a record like that get so big when it's not relatable for the most people. Mm-hmm. It's just it, catchy. It's just super catchy. And if you've seen him, like, if you see any of, like, the BET stuff, I think he's moving towards more performer-based yeah. uh Yeah. Well, that's songs. one thing I've always loved about him, because he, he's the full package. He's the entertainer, 
He's a good musician. He could dance as well. I mean, he's got. And he just played on CBS last night. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. the Apollo. Yeah. He's just yeah. got. He's got everything going. Everything on happened for him. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he's just. Today's irrelevant. This is the fallout. <laughs> Boy, this is the analysis. <laughs> was it, oh, man, yesterday was a big day. So we had uh, Matt Lauer. Yeah, uh, can suck it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad somebody gets that reference because I've thought about that reference for years and nobody's seen that movie. I know it's like that one random movie no one's seen. Uh, the it was like, like we talked about the Infinity, 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 Infinity Wars. Yeah, trailer. the trailer that came out yesterday. yesterday. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Grammy noms came out Wait, two days did? ago. What did Grammy noms? Grammy noms came out two days yeah. ago. Yep, I still okay. haven't gone through all of them. Just, I need to. I just decided years ago I'm not gonna. I, I really don't care that much for the Grammys. Uh, the moment that I, I only the only thing I watch or pay attention to the Grammys is that they're killer live performances. That yes, that's it. The, that's the, it. The, yeah. the, the moment that Lil Uzi Vert was up for art, uh, new artist of the year. That's going to Alessia Carr. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Alessia, yeah, it's going to her. I think, but well, new artist, whatever it's called. Yeah. Well, the thing artist. about it, it's like a part of a big part of the Grammys nowadays is that it, it's a lot about impact. More than it is necessarily, necessarily what the artistry. academy mm-hmm. thinks of the artistry, yeah. and you know, and you know there are a lot of issues with the Grammys still, like their whole voting system mm-hmm. and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I used to be a part of it because I was part of Grammy U and everything, and I got to do like really subliminal voting. It's like your vote matters in quotation marks, <laughs> but you know, it it, it, it was kind of that whole thing. It goes under consideration, but, which is also but, cool. but, but the, the thing about it, the consideration well, is that the trash? The issue with no, the Grammys nowadays, <laughs> background conversations, but it's Daniel and I, what do you expect? Why did I stick him beside you? I mean, between I mean, Daniel and I, we could fill enough ADD to fill middle school. Yeah, <laughs> but so I went to middle school for geez. some reason. What, what was I going? <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> I forgot what was I saying. What was I talking about? A second, ago? Grammys. That's our job. Grammys. Oh yeah, but the biggest issue with it is that there's a lot of people in the academy, like the big voters, that are really old and kind of out of touch mm-hmm. with yeah. current day music, and they kind of just go for what their kids are listening to. <laughs> what do you listen to? Or like kiddos? their grandkids yeah. or whatever, and you know, it's just it's just what they've heard <laughs> out of earshot that they're voting mm-hmm. for. Because the thing about the Grammys is that they this is really violent. It's not that they. Um, they have to vote for a certain amount of categories. Mm-hmm. Like you can't vote for only the ones that you know about. Mm-hmm. You have to vote for or vote for or oh so much. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know anything about it, they're like, we request that you know something about it, but they're not checking it mm-hmm. or anything. And that's kind of been the issue with it for a long time. That's why. Note that this is coming from a really big mm-hmm. Macklemore fan. I think that's why Macklemore won album of the year over Kendrick mm-hmm. the year that Good Kid, Mad City came out mm-hmm. was because it's like oh, I think it might be Kendrick's year. I mean, To Pimp a Butterfly was his year back yeah. in 2015. He lost it to, uh, or no, 2016 ones, I think. And that, that performance. Was, that performance. Oh, oh my god! It was against uh, Taylor Swift's 1989 that year. Yeah. God, uh, that was another album I loved. I'm going to get backlash from these guys. I don't care. I like that album. What I have it on vinyl. 1989? I bet oh, you no, did Never mind. Sorry. That's from Friends of Back Home. They're just like, okay, you could stop with the joke. I'm like, what joke? But you pretending you like Taylor Swift. I'm like, No. I no, I, I bet you didn't expect to talk about pop and rap music with a hard rock band today, did no, you? No, I, I expect anything. So how about so how about the it's rock nominees? We've got Metallica. Hold on, well, Metallica. Metallica's awesome, but well, here's my thing about the rock nominees. It really 
hard In a way, I think it shows, like, having those people that have won a million times, the, in my opinion, devalues the Grammys. Because it's just like, if you're going to have the same people win the same awards over and over again, what what is that... What's the value? What does it's, that mean of the award itself? It's like giving a Grammy to, to Eminem every time that he drops a record. Yeah. Like, that's just... just like, what's the point? We does got a release date for his new one yesterday, too. December yes. 15th? Yeah, Dre, yeah. Dre announced that. Nice. So, but anyways, on that, we're going to take a break. It's one of your guys' songs, and we're going to come back. And we're going to talk about your music specifically. Awesome. we've been talking way too much about... Trying to get that derailed, too. Got it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs>
we're back. I said I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, oh, we're live. Oh, crap. Oh, I'm sorry. And we are live. <laughs> Guys, who's starting without me? But we're recording in the very end of November. I'll so, be here in five minutes. <laughs> and this episode is in January. So let's talk about your guys' music. So... Not all, none of you are from here. I'm assuming, correct? No, I'm from here. Oh well, no, he is. So you're from the, here, yeah. you're the townie. He's old. <laughs> so, That's why I'm from here. So each individually say where you're from. Okay, uh, Anthony will go in the line, I guess. Um, so I'm from uh, like the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Um, from people that are not from the Chicagoland area, that's code for suburbs. It makes it sound cooler. Okay. Um, Chicagoland. So uh, like, so you just want to like explain like how I got here? Sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I go to Belmont University in mm-hmm. Nashville, mm-hmm. and then um, through some f- um, mutual friends, I met Luke, the singer. Yeah. And then... Um, Essentially just, lived in my, in my dorm. I was the unofficial fifth <clears throat> member, or fifth roommate of his roomie situation, because <laughs> I had, to save a lot of time, not good relationships with my current roommates, they were just... That didn't work. I'll just put it that back way. Then, yeah. Back then. Back then. Yeah. Back then. I'm his roommate now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just hung out all the time, and then eventually became roommates. And then uh, three years later, we're still roommates. And then it was about last year. Um, do you need uh, the drummer, a new drummer for bad acting? And because they're old guitar. Oh, I'm sorry. If you no, no, that's there. fine. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Um, the guitar player quit, and they, uh, to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, but. You guys couldn't find any other guitar player, so Daniel volunteered to move over to guitar. Because it's actually his first instrument. He was on drums, but he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, so. And then, um, yeah, so then that's when he asked me if he wanted to play drums. And I don't even think he even really asked me. He's just like, we're putting in consideration. And I'm just like, <laughs> awesome. I'll be here. Thanks for auditioning. Uh, we're going to get back to you as soon yeah. as possible. didn't awesome. even audition. I just came into like our, our uh, well, no, we were living in the apartment at that point, weren't we? Um, I can't even remember. No, well, we lived on campus. No, okay, we still lived on campus. Oh, yeah, I just came yeah. into I came into the living room, and I was just like, hey, by the way, we're thinking about putting you in bad acting. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just like. Can do. Yeah, but to answer your question, there wasn't really an audition process. I think we, we played together, like, maybe once or twice before. You and I recorded your audition, with each other. Your audition mo- process was buying Sawyer's drum kit. That, that was not my audition. No, no, you and I had recorded with each other we multiple did that, times yes. before. Well, no, it was just that once. The Connor Project? No. It was, uh, no, yeah. it was... Audio One. Audio One, yeah. yeah. And then um, we also hit it off pretty well in similar taste of music. We both love punk rock music. We also really like mm-hmm. Jack White. And, that, and then, I guess from there, um, he just thought it was a good fit and... Just, been pretty good since. It's been pure cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Healthy cancer. Oh, it's a good kind of cancer. So he's from Chicago. To answer the question. So yeah, Cubs fan. Wow. Okay. Oh, no, he cried when that happened. When they won the World Series. I I shed a few tears. You were bawling like a baby. I was not bawling. Shut up. Don't lie to us. I wasn't there, but don't lie to us. You cried for me. You cried more for me. Your beard was wet. Your beard was wet. I felt it. Right now? No, I felt it when you cried. When you cried. Were you? Was I in your arms? It was like a I bath mat. I just cried in your arms uh-huh. tonight. Well, your bath mat. <laughs> I was the bath mat of your tears. <laughs> that was the most romantic thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> say it, look into his eyes and say it again. And that's uh, 
That's it. it was actually Daniel's amazing pickup lines is why I'm here. <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, everything I just said was a lie. He found me at a bar and he said, "You know, I'm the." A bat mat to your tears. <laughs> we need a drummer. <laughs> a bat, bat, a bat. I'm like, I've never mat. picked up a pair of sticks before. Let's do this. I have to say. Is this, is this how you do it? How you hold them? Does it, is it right, right then left? How am I allowed to play it once? <laughs> like those like toy drums, which have like no... like. Yeah. Uh, That's what he's still using. No. Yeah. That has like no wrist precision or at all. Just like yeah. you're how like middle school drummers play like you're yes. full you're full fisting the stick and just like hammering. How like it a down. drummer in my high school who was a senior played. Oh god. Oh I well, knew. That, just, that just like looks painful. And she's like yeah. she learned how to like it's all the shoulders, not the wrist. ride with her left hand because her right hand guitar because she didn't use her wrist when she played the drums. Well, it's hard for girls to play drums no. because their yeah. wrists are naturally less flexible. It's just biology. Yeah. It's it's harder for them. In my experience, girls are a little that. more flexible. Not in the wrist. Not really in the wrist. No, no. no it, it's really weird. It's it's one of those things, but the thing is though, when I see a girl drummer that can like just kill it, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I commend you, cause like That's biology hard. gave you a disadvantage, and you were you're way better you than me. Over game, yeah. yeah. I wonder who told you that, huh? I wonder who. Wonder who. But yeah. I think we're on to Daniel. Who, who, who? I'm Daniel. I'm from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's about That's where all the shooters are from, right? About 35 <laughs> to 40 minutes away. You mean this one? <laughs> I don't remember hearing about Murfreesboro. It's like, oh, someone from Murfreesboro you shot someone. Gunshots coming in? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's because they all moved up to Antioch, and Antioch. The shirt was white. <laughs> That's where all the shooting happens. I was say, there was a. Wasn't there a. Uh, wasn't there like a bank robbery recently around there? No, that was Columbia. That was Columbia. That's and like Murfreesboro is like a nicer neighborhood too. Yeah, and, like, it is. Yeah. I never hear about crime happening around here, and then like you're like, oh, in Murfreesboro the other day. I don't know. It has bad parts, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's like boring and nice. I thought it was like I thought, <laughs> I thought this place was nice. pretty white. Well, my my theory is <laughs> no. that white people in the last twenty years have been losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Actually, all four of us. All four what? of us. We've we've, we've lost our minds. Off the our music is so we're heavy for no play, reason. We're trying to play hard rock in an instead age of shooting of people. Whoa! <laughs> I, I actually not, in an age of hip hop. Hey, it could be worse. We could be trying to play pop punk in an age of hip hop. There are bands that are doing that. Yeah. I hope we don't get one of those pop punk bass players. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. He jumps on stage. Like down down all the Or was it uh, or or attack attack? Drummer. They did like the like rear the, like yes. the crab court. Crab court. <laughs> oh, they're like doing like the like, wide shoulders and they're just That'd like even worse. A prog drummer. The, <laughs> a prog drummer and a pop punk bassist. That's come together to make a really weird. Can you imagine Re- three snares? Reject it. Yeah. I just say, I think... <laughs> One reggae. <laughs> I think my process of getting into this man will probably tie up his... Mm-hmm. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. I came... Well, technically North Little Rock. Is there a big rock? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... What it's named after, it's not a Little Rock. It's actually a gigantic boulder. It's... it's Should have called it gigantic... It's not just any old boulder! <laughs> it's a rock! <laughs> But like, I like right, that boulder. That is a nice that boulder. boulder. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I came here for school for uh, to Belmont and everything. What's funny is that my parents, they were like, I, I told them, like, I want to do music as a living. And they're like, they looked at me all funny and whatnot. And they're like, you know, we want you to be happy and everything. But can you find a job in the music industry and try to find something with that? And I'm like, sure. No. Nope. And, so <laughs> and so I ended up over at Belmont. If if it wasn't for them, I'd probably be 
living in a van and everything else. Down by the river. But uh, you kidding? I'm Percy, moving in. But in Percy Priestley. Um, my junior way. year, I I met our old guitarist in a class, and I knew that he had. And I was in another band at the time that wasn't doing a whole lot, and I was like, hey, do you want to jam? And he's like, yeah, we're doing a jam tonight and everything. Do you want to come by? That's all he said. He was like, do we have a jam tonight? You want to come by? And I was like, sure. I had met Daniel once before, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're doing a two-piece thing, me and this other guy he's talking about. Yeah. Was... I think those are called duos. Yeah. No, I think it's called a two-piece. <laughs> like um, a bikini, but I'm it's a band. It's pronounced... The Black Keys. <laughs> <laughs> or The White Stripes. <laughs> the White Stripes. It's always the. <laughs> but yeah. uh, they were they were kind of doing that thing. And then uh, he was like, yeah, like come on and jam. And I, little did I know that I was actually going to be recording demos no. that night. <laughs> I came in. I, we recorded demos until like, what, like two in the morning? Something like that. that. It was you just so- smoked like five packs. Your voice is not ready. Yeah, it was just a whole <laughs> thing. But uh, <laughs> they waited to jam after you were done smoking <laughs> and screaming at someone. Get off your lawn! No, oh, no, stop touching his cigarettes. But <laughs> you know it was their cigarettes. Probably a point of that. <laughs> Disclaimer: Luke doesn't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yes, that is very true. But um, we, uh, but yeah, and then the rest is kind of history. Just been doing it with the band ever since we were. We then mm-hmm. became a, the two piece kind of morphed into a four piece. I yeah. guess. And, and a reggae singer. And. There you go. Like I came in, and we're then, both like neither of us really want to sing. Yeah, and then and like, you're way better anyway. <laughs> I'm a, I'm better now than I was back then. I'll tell you. I listen to those old demos, and I'm like, good God, Luke, learn to hold a note. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm over here like, ah, just trying to, to screech out notes that are way too high for me. But to be fair, with those demos, or specifically the one song that we refuse to speak about, I think and small talk. And, well, uh, yes, true. But that one song, that one, I think it's appropriate that he couldn't hold the, the, the note with that song. Uh, man, and plus the vowels were awkward to sing on it. But anyway, yeah, and then we've been kind of, yeah, that's kind of been it for me. Nashville for life. That's the song. Atlanta boy. So, yes, I'm from a suburb of Atlanta. So, Luke and I are dirty southern boys. Yeah, from the dirty south. Dirty south. Well, technically, Tennessee south. It's not the dirty south, though. They're they're a losing state. I can say that because I'm from Illinois, land of Lincoln. We're proud of that and nothing else. That's all you have, Chicago you got, boy. You got That's all you have. I got the Cubs now. You got Kanye. I got the Cubs now. Yeah, and, and you've got the murder rate in the, the U.S. Yeah, south. You got uh, you got Kanye. Chicago you got south Chance. Side. Chicago Southside. You got sh- she got no, Chicago no. the band. <laughs> no. You got Chicago the band. It's yeah. a good time. You got the number one homicide the, rate in the, the country. The musical Chicago. Yeah, I'll just put one there. Yes. He made me do it. I actually, actually, actually made uh, the give him the old razzle dazzle reference today to someone. Oh really? I know. Yes. I don't know. Gosh. I played that musical, so it was not fun. I played like I was in an orchestra in high school, and we did like a compilation. Oh, of it was song. like medley. Oh, it was a medley. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It was a medley. It was really in Chicago. Of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, it was the conductor's idea. He got like really frustrated because half of the orchestra never heard of the, the musical. He's just like, "You, do you guys never heard the song? Like this is how you should play it." And then we're coming. just, and they're just like, "This <laughs> is like, he's like, let's get out of here anyway. This place is haunted anyway." But let me say, but uh, yeah. So actually, uh, I also came up for uh, came up to Belmont for audio engineering because I wanted to do studio work. Uh, and during orientation, I met Mr. Wallace. Yep. Uh, I, I, I still remember, you were like standing over in a corner, I think. 
Yeah, it sounds like, like me. You were standing <laughs> over the court. I don't remember who you were talking to. You but I walked up to you. I was like, hey, I'm, I just I was meeting everybody. I was just walking up to saying, hey, everybody. Oh, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm a new college student. I want to meet everybody because I want to erase everything I did in high school. That, that, was, that was me. That was <laughs> also me. I didn't pee my pants in high school. <laughs> this is my you? chance for redemption and make real friends. <laughs> my, my, my parents were the only people I didn't hate in high school. <laughs> wow. Oh, Look at this guy. So that was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's right, because he's from the south. So, so I mean, and Luke and I were kind of, kind of friends. Like we kind of, kind of hung out a little bit. Um, and I know we actually got involved. I, I went home one summer and watched Red versus Blue. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Red versus Blue, the the series from Rooster Teeth? Yes. Uh, and I actually watched that. I was like, I want to make a machinima. That sounds like fun. So I want, I wanted to make the new, the next Red versus Blue. And so I ended up uh, recruiting this guy to join. Uh, uh, pointing at Luke. I was a oh, I was just a voice actor first. Well, yeah, we recruited him, I recruited him as a voice actor, and then, um, then I actually brought him on. And then we were like, "Hey, well, you saw that I could edit, and then <laughs> he could edit." And then I saw that he has he had leadership potential, so we brought him on as a co-founder for for a company. We started Vestinium. Um, that's uh, anyway, it was a video game company that we we did streaming and we did stuff on YouTube and, um, but anyway, so we brought that. We we kind of became a lot better friends through that because we were like always hanging out. Always talking about stuff. Always. Um, literally 24-7. It's really bad. No matter what, I feel like I can't avoid this guy. Like, anything that I do in life, <laughs> it's like, much. it's like uh, Matt's there. No matter what I do. I walk to the grocery store. Matt's there. I, I, I open I my microwave. Matt's there. It's just... Like, it's just a per chance thing. It's not like I'm, I'm not, like, following him or anything. It's just... He comes in like, oh, hey, Matt, you happen to be here, too. Oh, hi, Luke. How's it going? We, um, that's how we ended up getting the same job, too. Yeah, we worked in the same place, dude. We, we didn't know that we gave the, an application to the same place and all of a sudden we were like yeah I'm working here now you're working there too dude it's just like out of nowhere but uh so I, I ended up actually meeting meeting Anthony uh yeah. in in his room for, from from the five roommates because I was always coming over to, to Luke's to talk about stuff Wait, is that same. how we met through uh, yeah we, we met through the through two oaks yeah, yeah we met now it's called oaks. Russell that's a funny story um and then actually we ended up we ended up getting Anthony to get involved as well um but yeah, yeah, don't know how. Can't so play video games. So I, I, I actually in. ended up jamming with the uh, with the old bassist and the old guitarist mm-hmm. Austin and Connor, uh, with a couple other guys at one time. We kind of did something, but nothing really happened. And he was already jamming with Daniel at the time. So they they kind of started something, and then uh, Luke joined them, and then Connor joined mm-hmm. them. And, uh, we joined it the exact same day. We were both yeah. like, we both came in thinking it was just a jam, and we recorded two demos that night. I was like, man, that was that was a surprise. So, um, anyway, it was it was one of those things where, uh, so so I so I, I knew all the band. I actually got actually I was their photographer for a little bit there. Yeah, you took photos uh, of us on two occasions. I've seen the photos, something like that. I assume yeah. like same, me too. Hired or just for fun? Just like, for fun. Just oh for no, fun. you didn't like stock them like they. No, no it's no. just <laughs> short hair and no beard. <laughs> I'm getting these. Yeah. I'm getting these for my collection. But he he always knew us and everything, and then there was kind of a lineup change and whatnot. Um, and he was asked by the old bassist oh, like, it. "Hey, can you fill in for me <laughs> since I'm leaving?" And he's like. Yeah, sure. And then we auditioned him, and that's how he's here. <laughs> yeah, because I'd actually talked to Connor and been like, you know, I, you know, I, I was I was interested in getting involved with that. I, I'd been interested <laughs> in getting involved with the band. I liked what they were doing, and and he was like, well, you know, I just we just had a conversation about it. Um, and a couple months later, he came came to me. He was like, hey, do you want to take over for me? I was like, uh, yes. 
Thanks. Yeah. You were thinking sure. of me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Let me think about it. I think I'll think about yeah. it. <laughs> let, me, let me think about it. Uh, yes. I was say, <laughs> and that's kind of that's kind of all she wrote as far as how we all got here, I guess. Mm-hmm. But God, God, probably God. vehicles. <laughs> I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that I was driving 90 miles down the highway to get here, but hey, no, you actually got here, got here pretty quick. fast. Where, where, how right, far he's five minutes away. I live, I live five minutes away. Okay, I'd like to report a speeder. He's in a black. Call Belmont police. So that's Belmont police for anyone that doesn't know what Beepo is. They can't do anything to you. The most chill. Like, They're force super chill. Most of them are uh, bicycles. By force, they are chill. By four, they're chilled to their use of force. They're really what are they like, gonna do? Yell at you and stop being annoying? By force? Well, see, I went to a state school, and so, stop resisting. like, apparently, since they're, they're state police officers, they had right. more authority than, like, well, they our, can like, city police officers. They can carry guns. Yeah. yeah. Like, which it, is, like, hilarious. It's like, like Vanderbilt. No, Vanderbilt police ha- actually yeah, are police officers. Mm-hmm. Now, Belmont Bepo, as we call them, they're not real officers. They're just security no. people. You, know, you can be a student and be a security yep, guard over seen there. Seen it before. It's super weird. Now, here's my thing, and I, I feel bad for Bepo in this one situation. They don't even get the chance to have real police lights. They have green lights. It is just... <laughs> It looks like your car's about to get towed. Like, it is just the saddest... <laughs> it's just the saddest thing ever where they're like, oh, I see something weird. That guy's walking funny. Oh, flip off the sirens. Let's go. No sign. Just green <laughs> lights. No sirens either. No, no sirens. Just green lights. I'd imagine, like, a golf cart that's, like, slower than the people walking. It's like... Oh, no, I mean, it's a real car. Like, right, they, yeah. Me, me. Yeah. Like, I think they're all Ford Expeditions, yeah. to my knowledge. Yeah, but it's like, my thing is just like, even Ghostbusters got the sirens and the lights, and like, Beepo doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's say, you got any yeah. other questions you want to ask? Ask Belmont students. Uh, <laughs> no, I kind of get what it. What do you think of your right. of the opinion of your your school in the industry? All hail Bobby Fisher. <laughs> but, I mean, music related, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. I guess. Well, let's get, okay, well, let's just get more back on topic for the yeah. show. Um, so, Sorry. For, for the uh, <laughs> How how did you craft your sound? How I usually like to ask that. Like, how did you decide to go in the route you're doing with music? If I listen to some of your stuff, you're obviously releasing some new music. Yes. Um, yeah. So to kind of give a basis, um, our our kind of philosophy with how we make music is like we're definitely in the heavier rock kind mm-hmm. of genre. But our big thing is that if it sounds awesome mm-hmm. and it, then it's us. Mm-hmm. If we're the ones that made it and it sounds awesome... And we then, like it. And we like it, then it's us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was funny because I remember back when we released our EP back in last year, twenty six. well, two mm-hmm. years ago, once Ooh. this comes out, wow. So um, but uh, when we released our EP and everything, you know, it had shades of, like, hardcore punk, mm-hmm. um, like, kind of pop punk stuff here mm-hmm. and there, grunge, progressive music. Progressive music, yeah, very grunge. I thought I was signing up for a grunge band. Yeah, no, it was, that's the thing, it's like, I used to kind of label us as like some punk grunge kind of stuff, but it's really, I feel like it's kind of hard to place us Mm -hmm. now. Even the first song was like more progressive. Yeah, yeah, One Good Wack, it's like really progressive and whatnot. We've always... Short progressive song. In hindsight. We've all... Two two and a half minute progressive song. Yeah, I mean, a lot of changes. Yeah. It's an overture. We've been all over the place as far as like, you know, like... Uh, yeah. Genres go and whatnot, and we've gotten heavier because I remember having a discussion with Daniel when we had the older lineup of like he and I kind of wanted to do heavier stuff back then, but we never really got around to it or anything. Yeah. And then once we got 
these two new guys and well you're not new anymore but <laughs> technically i'm the new guy forever because or until we get somebody else then i'm no longer the new guy yeah until we get a keyboard player someday right and i'll it, switch keyboards i don't care but we we've definitely gotten heavier ever since. a lot of fuzz <laughs> lots of nasty fuzz just in your face i i like to do screen vocals here and there okay. yeah that's a new thing for like sure. it's stuff. yeah i mean like i i did some screen vocals back then but like not compared to these new songs, not compared though. to these new ones no not at all and what's interesting is is just kind of the uh the makeup of this band because we we all kind of come from very different backgrounds uh, we, I mean, we meet a lot of the same places mm-hmm. and we we dig a lot of the same bands but at the same time like i come from more i'm, I'm very much the pop punk guy mm-hmm. i grew up with green day i grew up i you know i, I grew up with fallout boy i grew mm-hmm. up with uh rise against with mm-hmm. uh like all bands like that all time low like just the whole spectrum of the pop punk scene and then mm-hmm. you got anthony over here who's very much more sort of the, the 80s punk the progressive, the really like the hard jazz influenced the, heavily as well. A lot of jazz. Buddy Rich is like his idol. I mean, uh, do you blame me? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got Luke, who's kind of who's, who's probably more towards towards the blues rock of the the well, grunge. I grew up. Well, what's funny is that a lot of people don't know this, but it's like I grew up list having my parents having my parents making me listen to like Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. and Prince when I was like three years old yeah, and everything and like and I remember a lot of that stuff like I listened to country and everything because I'm from Arkansas you got to do it at yeah, some point have like, to do it. you know I, it's your school dance I mean like Brooks and Dunn you know <laughs> and everything like that I remember growing up with it but I remember the stuff that really stuck with me was like you know the old soul and everything mm-hmm. gospel music even and you know and then once I got into like middle school and whatnot that's when like I heard like American Idiot mm-hmm. and I heard Nirvana and you know these bands that like heavily influence me and everything, but that's kind of where my background is. I I I grew up as more of a like gospel kind of soul singer, okay. which it, it's <laughs> it's always funny because like I remember being in Arkansas and I was in choir and someone heard me sing one day that had never heard <laughs> me sing before that was in high school with me and they're like, I didn't know. That that old black woman soul came out of that little white boy body. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'll take that as a compliment. Jokes on you, I'm forming a grunge band. (laughs) And then then, then we got Daniel, who's who's probably more like early 2000s alt rock, kind of late grunge. Smash mouth. Late night. Only Smash Mouth. It's it's like for this band, it's all I knew. (laughs) I've been trying to I've been trying to get us to play Rockstar forever. I don't know. I feel like Daniel and I are probably the closest to like what did I say? All Rockstar. Star. Close. <laughs> Probably the closest in terms of like musical genres. Like you and I listen to a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, I'd say American Idiot's a top five for me. Everyone, I think that's everyone's top five. <laughs> like <laughs> like mean, it's I American listen, Idiot. Like everyone loves. I that listened album. to that to death when I was like eight years old. I think I was. But yeah. I have to say, where it really gets interesting is Stop that like you know you have all these roots of where we're like you know we come from as far as like <laughs> music goes and everything, but we've all kind of I think the reason why we've gotten heavier is because we all kind of resonate in this heavier like we all kind of agree like heavy music's dope in a sense but like we're not like <laughs> it's the only thing that i mean this may sound may sound negative but to me not even as a big a guy that's really into metal i think it's just in terms of rock music it's the only thing that's still interesting or still mm-hmm. pushing it yeah you know you got like we mentioned earlier like hip-hop where like it's just taken over. It's taken over yeah. because there's nothing that really defines it, and it keeps pushing and changing. When you have well, guys like 
Kendrick or one that just came out recently, Big Crit. Yeah, it was big, amazing. Uh, and then you know Kanye always comes out with something different. I and think Louis Yachty's doing stuff. There's not really much with rock, but with metal, you got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Got your gent. And the thing is, though, we're not even like gent. I. I wouldn't even consider us like a metal band per se. Mm-hmm. I would say no, we're a rock band that is heavily influenced in metal. Yeah. And we say Queens of the Stone Age all the time. Yeah, yeah. Queens yeah. of the Stone Age. Um, like. A not so mastodon. <laughs> mastodon without the I mean, southern charm. Mastodon. I mean, they have more mastodon. rock than metal stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Like we're in that realm, definitely for sure. Um, what's funny though is that I take a lot of my songwriting, like lyrically, I take a lot of that influence from hip hop because I feel as though, at least in the modern day of music and everything, I feel like there's not a, another genre that can do a, a better job of storytelling. Okay. Yeah. I, I genuinely feel like there's not another genre that can do it as well as hip-hop. Country yeah. can get close. Not Rock like, can... Not pop country, though. Not pop country. <laughs> well, but that's like, not what it's made to do. Outlaw country. But, like... Oh, hell yeah. But, you know... storytelling, but not, like... I, I try to implement... Florida Georgia line. I try to implement the way that hip-hop, like, they word things and everything. Like, I, mm. I look at... Nas, I look at Kendrick, I look at Biggie, I look at, you know, all these guys that have been around for a while, and, you know, I take influence from Macklemore as well. Um, mm. And, you know, I, I look at, like, why, what makes these guys so relatable? What makes them have such an impact with their words? Mm-hmm. And I think what I've really gotten from a lot of them is that in hip-hop, people are not afraid to show their bad side. Okay. That it's it's one of those things where, it, I can't remember who did this quote. I can't. I think it was someone in hip hop. It might have been, rock. But anyway, and I kind of took this to heart. It's like if you're not at least a little bit uncomfortable with what you're talking mm-hmm. about, you're doing a disservice to the listener. Okay. You're not relating to anybody because the thing is that you know you can you can prance around something all day long, but. Mm-hmm. The moment that you're like, I feel this way and I'm really messed up about it or I feel this way because this or that and you're really like, and you know, maybe that opinion's not the biggest thing or maybe you're mm-hmm. afraid to show that to somebody. Yeah. The thing is though, those are what people, like that's what they're feeling deep down and that's the thing that you're going to mm-hmm. connect with. All mm-hmm. this surface level bullshit, that's what you get from talking to people day to day. No one gives a shit. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Like you got to connect with people in a way that hits them. Mm-hmm. And that, yep. and that's always the music that's connected with me is ones mm-hmm. that I'm like, whoa, like you know, I'm mm-hmm. surprised. I I would be afraid to say this about myself, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And what's interesting is uh, to, to to kind of take off what Luke's saying as as another songwriter in the band. I just um, I meet Luke at a, from a different angle. I come to mm-hmm. to the same conclusion the, through my listening of, to pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and just taking taking like like I mean I, I've taken a lot of I've learned a lot from like songwriters like Pete Wentz yeah who's just he he has a way of saying how he's feeling and putting it in a totally different light mm-hmm. than you would ever think about him. Um, I just love catchy phrases. Catchy phrases like I, I, like one and one thing uh, one of, one of the new songs we're coming out with uh, nothing more mm-hmm. which uh, I actually wrote the chorus for. There's the the actually I didn't write this line I think Dan wrote this line, um, but it was the. Um, the final line is "Burn your list of alibis," mm-hmm. and it's such an interesting line because that song's about, you know, having a bad relationship with somebody and yeah. struggling with that. But that whole line is just saying, "Don't make excuses." Mm-hmm. That's all it's saying. But it's it's a, it's in such a different way and a different way of saying. Exactly. So pop punk. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so, but oh gosh. It, it, my thing is like you know, 
surface level like response is like if you think about it immediately, it's probably something somebody's heard yeah. before. I try to, I kind of, I used to say it's like the T-shirt method. I'm like, can you put it on a T-shirt and make it look good? Yeah, kind of thing. Ooh. That that's. Can you put it on a t-shirt and ha- make people wear it kind of thing? <laughs> and that's not, that e- that's not even like from like a merch kind of point of view. That's just like, what sticks with people? What would stick with me? What would, I, like, what would hit me hard kind of thing? Like, you know, I've had, I've had some of those lyrical ideas where I'm like, oh, that hit, like, I like that. And then I'll, and then I'll come back to it the next day and I'm like, I've heard that before. <laughs> and I just, and I walk away from it pretty quickly, but you know. I'm a big fan of, of of what you did with typical, especially the chorus. Like I think it just it 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 very much encap- encapsulates that. Um, yeah, typical so, being the song you know we, we played on the podcast earlier. It's so uh, doomed. It's uh, I love the, it. The idea that I had behind that song it was very much. Uh, I I kind of just I've seen a lot of people in my life, <laughs> especially I don't know. I I felt as though it might have been just like where I came from kind of okay. thing, but a lot of people were very much afraid to kind of like go out and find themselves mm-hmm. kind of thing and let and go out and do what they wanted to do in life and because out of everyone that I knew back in my hometown I'm one of a very small handful of people that were like I'm going to do what I want to do with my life not what's going to get me money mm-hmm. and I had a lot of people look at me weird and everything and I kind of took that and you know, I look at what I've seen these people be told, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I get your perspective. Because yeah. I'm like, I've been told the same thing by other people, this idea of, of like, you got to go out and do this in order to be successful. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no textbook for success in mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination. Except ours, buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> only 1999. <laughs> but handling. Uh, one of those Hastings series. It, it was very... <laughs> for dummies. <laughs> But I, it it was very much one of those things that I wrote out of kind of looking what was around me and like how people let society shape them instead of the other mm-hmm. way around and that's where a lot of that song kind of came from okay. and everything you know and certain ones that are like you know discrepancies and whatnot like the first line of the song is about like me going through high school is like this little tiny kid that always got made fun of and everything mm-hmm. and you know I kind of just gave everyone a middle finger mm-hmm. and said like no I'm doing what I want to mm-hmm. do yeah like you know like screw you for thinking that I'm this little <laughs> pussy white boy <laughs> it's like yeah. I am but it's exactly not the point. <laughs> I'm gonna write about it and I'm gonna I want, none of those will matter once I'm a famous singer exactly that's so aggressive <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and you know, the whole idea of them, I, I wanted to, in the end of it, I kind of went into this idea of, I'm like, I want to grow to be that person that doesn't tell other people what they want to do with their life. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the older I get, I'm like, I'm wise. I can tell other people, <laughs> these are the mistakes that I made. Mm-hmm. And therefore you will probably, you know, all that kind mm-hmm. of BS. And I'm like, this is the textbook. <laughs> everyone goes Shit, through life. kids say. Exactly. Everyone <laughs> goes through life in their own certain way. Yeah. And it's up to you to kind of figure that out. And who am I to tell you that mm-hmm. you should go get this degree or mm-hmm. you should go do this or that or the other? And 
you know, screw anyone else that mm. tells you. That. Screw the rules, I have <laughs> money. Like yeah. Screw the rules, I have money. You can go a bridge, though. Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> so I like it, so I finally met someone else who, like, gets obscure references. Oh, my, right? my, my friend and I, we, we <laughs> loved that show. Like, we, we would have competitions. They're still Kyber making them. Yeah, I know. It's we, we used to have competitions about who could do the most voices. <laughs> it looks like we have run out of luck. It's just a card game. Who gives up? God, that was so, it's so good. It's just like, yeah. let's settle this with, you killed my grandpa. Let's settle this with a children's card game. <laughs> like, we card call games on motorcycles. It'll be even Tristan, if Tristan, I win. Tristan, the dumbest idea you've ever come up with. <laughs> Screw the rules, I have green hair. Wait. Yeah, why did I have green hair? <laughs> uh, shout out to little Karibo for childhood memories. Childhood, I just can't believe they're still making them. Uh, I, have yeah. you seen any of the new ones? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, uh, all, they're my, still my, my good. My favorite scene, and, and one of our good friends, Sean, loved, me and he, uh, he and I just get all, just love this scene. It's like the... Uh, and for every monster card I keep drawing, you know, I, I'll take away your life points. But what's the chances of that? Oh, look! Monster Cardo! And he just keeps drawing, but he's yeah. like, it's like in just Japanese out of nowhere. Like, Monster Cardo! Draw! Monster Cardo! <laughs> just over and over again. Oh, look! I just drew another Monster Card! <laughs> The fact that they're still going with that scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like Yu-Gi-Oh! in oh, general, gasp. though. They're yeah, and it was it like spin-offs. Tristan is the monkey, the most unmemorable part even the entire series. It's like, now that Tristan's not here around us, let's all talk bad about him. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <"Hurry>, guys. <laughs> oh, and just like, uh, and then the Bakura scene, he's like, Tristan, what happened to your voice? I don't know. And it's like, I resurrect Tristan's old voice. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the new Sail voice. Sail our new British foreign exchange student. Oh, hello there. Boo, go back to Russia. Why do you talk so funny? <laughs> All of the newer ones just like, so, so Joey, where are you going? We're going somewhere in California. But like any specific place you're going to, like a location, like Los Angeles, the America. Bay Area. I said somewhere in California. <laughs> waiting, waiting four episodes for the train to get there. Oh, God. <laughs> Yep. So, so the train has been delayed by three episodes. Wait, when you say Sean, is it the Sean I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's that yeah. one. Yes, oh, of course. It, okay, it is. Sean. Who else were Sean, if you're out there listening to this, <laughs> oh, it's good to hear you, buddy. <laughs> Inside joke. So we're we're nearing the end of our show, uh, but I always like to ask this before we go: Do you guys have any good drinking stories? Anthony does. All right. All the I have this. Uh, <laughs> Are they, is this one appropriate to say? Wait, all about, the tricky stories around Daniel. <laughs> are you talking about uh, WrestleMania? No, it's not with anybody here. No, okay, I got this. So it's not you yeah, don't know. No, this I one. got. I know. I think you told me, but no. Um, I used to work at um, the Thai restaurant in town PM. Okay. You know what? Oh God. And Daniel came in with oh, one no. of our other buddies, <laughs> and it was for the NBA final. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I forget, but it was like Celtics. No. Yeah, and whatever. Daniel had a bit too much to drink. Long story short, and I caught, and he was talking to me in the middle of this, in the middle of the restaurant. There's like first I was the Sawyer. There, there was, I think there was like what, like five people in the restaurant, it's pretty not late. not including the like workers. It's I like think a Thursday. Yeah, but anyway, I he's just talking to me, and. And all of a sudden, he's like, wait, 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 one second. Like, puts, like, his finger in in my face. And he walks over to this to wooden... Sure wait a this, wo- this wooden statue of this Asian lady. And he just goes... 
fuck you. And he just walks away. <laughs> he just, and he just walks back to me and he's like, he's like, anyway, where was I? And he does it again a second time. He just walks and I'm and he's and I'm like, Daniel, you need you, But like you're, totally coherent when I'm talking to you. Yeah, you're totally coherent when you're talking to me. No slur speech or anything. Just totally coherent. And then, and then he ends up rage, I guess. And I don't the statue. Uh, were you cheering for Golden State at that point? I also wasn't even, I didn't care. I just like wanted to watch the gangs. It was two good teams. Yeah. I didn't really care who won kind of thing. Yeah, try watching for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm at third time them being in the championships, not third game. But no, they, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Because like, it was just so out of nowhere. He comes from the bathroom. It's just in front of my face. I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, uh, that was funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have any drinking stories. Like nothing, was nothing really crazy happened. Uh, no. I, <laughs> I would say there was me at WrestleMania when we had the suplex, the, the, suplex, the suplex city. Uh, Everyone else quit, and I kept going because. Well, okay, so the first time the for case. anybody that doesn't know what we're referring to when we're saying suplex drinking. Well, firstly, suplex is a wrestling move, and uh, I, I know. Sorry. Uh, kind of dumb it down for the kids yeah, watching. Sorry, sorry to ruin it for you people. It's a, it's a wrestling move. Um, no, but there's a wrestler uh, right now in WWE. He's one of the biggest names, not the biggest name. I don't know if you heard of him. Not John Cena? Bro- no. Worse. Brock, Le- <laughs> Brock Lesnar. He was Brock in the Lesner. UFC as well. He was in UFC, but he was in WWE before, and then he went back to WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, he, in my opinion, he could actually be a really good wrestler. He, I mean, I've seen his old stuff. He has it in him. But he just doesn't care. He's just like, I got these two moves. It makes me millions. Why break a perfect formula? And, and one of them is a suplex. And, and that's all he does for his entire matches. 20-minute match of him just doing the same move to somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's, drink it's, every time. It, yeah, it looks, so it's just like every, yeah, every time he does a suplex, one drink. It's like playing. There's one shot, I mean. Yeah. It's like playing Tekken, so yeah, and yeah. you have that one friend that only spams one move. It That's Brock Lesnar. Oh. But IRL. Like, that's <laughs> oh, God, exactly. I haven't played Tekken in so long. If, if, if he's with the right wrestler, oh, it's a great match. But uh, otherwise, no. But yeah, we we, <laughs> no, we were drinking or like we were taking uh, a, a sip every single time. No, he's straight edge. Over. He was drinking orange juice. I was I was drinking water. Okay, but any, orange but, but anyway, I was, it was a school night. I couldn't handle we, that. We got to suplex, I believe, twelve, <laughs> and everyone else quit except for me. I'm like. Oh, you wusses! And I just and I just kept going. And keep in mind for those of you who haven't seen Luke, he's I'm five, five foot seven, a hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah. So Ronnie I'm. Wyatt kid. I'm. And tiny. we put him as the singer. Yeah. Because <laughs> we thought it'd be fun. No, no. Yeah. Note that like <laughs> I'm in a band of people that are over six foot tall. Mm-hmm. So are I you look. Over six foot man. I'm like right at six. So. You're right at six. Okay. But still, regardless, I'm. <laughs> no, no. Ba- sorry, sorry. I. I'm vastly shorter. Now we okay. Now that is settled, now okay. we could we could move on as a band. <laughs> End of story. But <laughs> I was, uh, and then twenty minutes later, after that whole fiasco, I was in my bathroom and I felt like the whole room was just spinning. I drunkenly Facetimed my girlfriend and she saw me. <laughs> she saw me taking a poop and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, well, uh, all right. That, so and, 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 and so to keep my. He's in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. So oh, I walk over, the, I'm knocking on the door, I'm like, look at you, right? No, it's for the rest of the pay-per-view. And, you know, keep in mind, it was like a, what, three, four-hour pay-per-view? Uh, we already been through, like, a lot of it, though, because that was near the end. Yeah, well, no, that, that was, was mid-card. No, that was part of, that was in the mid-card. Was that mid-card? That was mid-card. He was sober, he would know. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was sober. I watched that pay per view a dozen times. I learned my limit that day because <laughs> I'd never thrown up. From I like alcohol. how the story that makes it: you Facetimed your girlfriend while you're taking a dump, and she was <laughs> talking to you. She was talking to me and laughing that at me mostly. Oh, I think mean, it was, feels funny. weird it was there, that she just stayed on the line. It's like, all right, you're pooping. No, you know that is. You know that is. You know like, that is. That's love. Okay, that is <laughs> love. So I, I knocked on the door. That was the first time I'd ever actually Can't seen his girlfriend, girl. like in mm-hmm. person. Can't in person, quote unquote. She was over FaceTime. Because he, he opens the door and he's, she, she goes, oh, hi, Cameron. What's up? And I was like, <laughs> I was, I was, I, I learned my limit. I learned my lesson. That was a day. Don't play suplex sitting drinking game. It's no, not always, a, no. you're, you're going to be, you're going to be throwing it down at least 20 times. No, you make your roommate do it. That's what I do. I think the most interesting drinking story I have really doesn't pertain to me, but I just I went to a wizard party. Oh, that's funny because I um, have one for you of you. It's when you drunk chatted us, <laughs> just like, dude, I just want us to be the greatest band in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really just want to be the best. <laughs> I'm really drunk tonight, right now, but I love you guys. But yeah, I I'm just gonna make this uh, quick. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny thing, funny thing is about that I really wasn't that drunk that oh. night. You're still they all hey, say. It's my drunk story for you. <laughs> I was. I think that was. I think that was. Okay. my birthday. No, because y'all weren't there my birthday. It was. It was. A, it was a friend's birthday party, and I. You know, I had a little bit to drink, so I thought it'd be funny. I looked at my girlfriend. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna drunk text my friends." <laughs> <laughs> oh god. She's like, "All right, go ahead, buddy." I'm like, "All right." I'm trying to remember where I was. I just remember getting the text. I'm like, "What?" Well, I. Re- <laughs> I remember my. I remember my girlfriend when I was Facetiming her in that instance. I like got an email from somebody, and I was like, "Oh, I got an email from this person." She's respond like, right now." She's like, "Put the phone." Down. <laughs> like, she just wanted to see more. <laughs> but no, not on the uh, counter. But no, she was. She was just like, you need to put the phone away. And sure enough, she had somebody take it away from me. I couldn't remember who it was. But I don't remember. I think it was Anthony or Sean. It was not me. It might have been Sean. I'm like man. he could die in that bathroom for all I can. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just kidding. My my own personal story. Is I, I went to I went to a wizard party. And I, do you got, are, are you guys familiar? I guess familiar with the, with the wizard party? Yes. The you stack, stack the cans yeah, yeah. and you just. Okay. Okay. I, mean, about I, I thought something way more virginy, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I thought it was anyway. a cult Harry Potter party. Anyway, the way a wizard party works, in case you guys don't know, it, it basically the whole point is you, you drink you drink beer and and then you tape the beer like you drink a beer you finish it you keep the can then you open up the beer you drink the beer and you take and you you tape the beer cans together and the then beer. you just the more beer you drink the more you tape on until it becomes a wizard staff see I'm a real man I only do it with lime maritas so I mean you know do it do it how you want freeze I'll harm you um, <laughs> like like and I I don't tend to Bodily drink that harm. much. You know, I, I, I try to keep, keep it light, and so I really wasn't participating, but I was enjoying the, the enjoying the spectacle. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I had a couple beers or or whatever. But anyway, so he had a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, size doesn't matter. matter. But it's okay. uh, you but anyway, so, so there were big guys there who could drink a lot of beer and yeah. be fine. And there was a guy who had like thirteen beers and he had like a staff that he was holding, was walking. <laughs> you there. shall not and, pass. <laughs> and then and so, so so then two guys have the same size the same size withered staff and so they go we're gonna fight. And so, so everyone goes upstairs and gathers around and just watches these two drunk guys just try to beat each other's wizard staffs and break the other one. And it was the, that's probably the most college moment that I can think of. 
that like my, my entire college career was a wizard going, party. going to a and wizard like, party. That was college classes. That was, like, yeah, that was pretty college. Yeah, that was pretty college. That was pretty college. Learning and earning my degree. Yeah, that, that really felt like college. Dedication. Crying, uh, lots of coffee. Uh, Trick is to cry in the shower. Because so no one can see your tears. He's like, were you crying? No, I just took a shower. That's why I'm all wet. Hot water. It's got me in the eyes. So the person really with good. you in the shower can't tell either. Are you? Are you? Can are just you, say are you like crying? Putting, no, I'm in the shower. Why are you in my not, bathroom? Nah, nah, nah. I put. I, I squeeze lemon juice in my eyes. It's a new vegan thing. It's a. <laughs> no, I, I just. <laughs> you I just peed upward. I was. I wasn't crying. It's way less embarrassing. <laughs> I got. I just, my mom just, told me something sad. I just can't handle it. <laughs> I was like, it's just, just in my eye. This is great. <laughs> All I right, wasn't well, crying though. It's not on that strong note. So, where can we check out bad acting stuff? Yes, uh, typical will be out by the time this releases, mm -hmm. and more than likely our music video. So, MySpace, MySpace.com/slash/badacting. But no, Pfizer. But no, you can find us. Steal it. But no, you can find us at uh, PirateBay.com. Steal it. <laughs> Napster. But no. You, <laughs> You can find us at uh, badactingband.com and then you can use badactingband on the end of all your URLs and find us on social, on you know Facebook, Instagram, all that Not jazz. Twitter. Pornhub? We're getting there. We're opening that division in 2025. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, are we going to do what Rammstein did with their music video years no. ago? No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> That's not happening. Do you even know what it is? Man? Yes, I do. We're not doing that. And to watch the Uncensored version, please click this link. Okay. Oh, it's Pornhub now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. Thanks, Rammstein. No, I mean, Rammstein, they made an actual porno for their music video. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, we ended on a strong note. Yeah, like thank always. you for having us here. Yeah, yeah, no thank problem. You. Anytime. Uh, and like always, everyone, just uh, stay awesome. Casting.